Nick Hart from Backstreet Boys. Shout out to Boy Band Break. It's Chris Kirkpatrick here. Shout out to your podcast, Boy Band Break. Hey everybody, this is Howie D, and I'm listening to Boy Band Break. Hi, Ashley Parker Angel here. Huge shout out to the Boy Band Break podcast. This is Brad from LFO, and you are listening to Boy Band Break. Hey, what's up? This is Jacob. It's Dan. What's up? It's Trevor. And it's Eric Michael, and it's time for Boy Band Break, baby. Let's go! Welcome back to Boy Band Break, where we encourage you to take a break from your day and join us in some boy band conversation. As always, my name's Diane. I'm Chinzia. I'm Sophia. And I'm Lydia, a.k.a. Mama Lou. (laughs) And if you are watching us on YouTube, uh, which you should subscribe to us at youtube.com slash boybandbreak, we have two special guests with us. Yay! So welcome welcome to Allison and Valen, and they are with us from... Chris Kirkpatrick missed a boy band <laughs> musical. A boy band Christmas musical. Christmas musical, yes. <laughs> so, so welcome. Um, thank you. So, Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. So start us off on your journey. Uh, oh, wow. What, what, like, start from the beginning. Okay, Long yeah. Life or- no, no, no. <laughs> I was yeah, born in Las Vegas. Yeah, right? So I found out about their musical from a tweet from an InSync fan um, who said that, I guess this is your second year doing this. And I was like, whoa, this sounds really cool. I'm going to look it up. And then I'm like, obviously, as a huge Chris Kirkpatrick fan, uh, one of the few, uh, that, you know, I know, right? But uh, you know what? I, I just like, well, musicals, plays, and Chris Kirkpatrick, how can you go wrong? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how this even came to be and where you guys met and all that stuff. So. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, Do you want to start Fallon or shall I? Well, we met in Scotland 15 years ago. What? Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) How did that happen? I was looking for a roommate. I was out there for music. Um, At the time I was doing pop. I had a a record deal over there and I desperately needed a friend. Um, spent a lot of time alone. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I I graduated from college and didn't know what to do with my life and thought that I would rather figure it out somewhere other than my parents' house in New Jersey. So I moved to Scotland on a recent student visa and was looking for a roommate and was in a little internet cafe when I saw Valentina's ad. I'm sorry, Valen. No, it's Um, Valentina also works. Uh, and, yeah, so we we met up. I was very late for our first meeting because mm. I didn't realize how long it would take to walk places in Edinburgh at the time. <laughs> but she waited, thank goodness, and we spent all night chatting and hanging out. And then, yeah, we kind of went from there. We were kind of naturally collaborating from the very beginning. We would watch a lot of TV together and break it down and then started writing our own stuff pretty early on. Oh, wow. Um, under the guise of friendship. But about 10 years ago, we came up with an idea and that was, hey, <laughs> what if there was a musical called Chris Kirkpatrickmas? And it was a boy band Christmas musical. And it was just a joke for us for from the beginning. But um, over time, it became a lot more um, serious because we kept being attracted to the material and going back to work on it again. Yeah, yeah we, we thought it just sounded funny and it was a silly <laughs> idea for a show, yeah. um, but then we couldn't stop thinking about it and <laughs> we kept just writing songs and eventually we were like, oh, we kind of almost have a whole thing here. Maybe we should finish it. And then during the pandemic, when we were all kind of shut down, uh, Valen had moved to Austin at this point and I was still in LA and we just met up on Zoom and finished the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. That's fantastic. So like, um, okay, so so walk us through like, I guess, I don't know if you can do, sp- no no spoilers, I guess, but like, can you walk us through the play, like synopsis? And like- yeah, Allison's really good at that. Okay. <laughs> and now I, I'm afraid I won't be. I'm panicking. Um, She's well, so good. <laughs> so Chris Kirkpatrickmas is set on Christmas Eve 2009, when Chris Kirkpatrick, as you all know from NSYNC, has a very big decision to make and has until the stroke of midnight to make a Christmas wish. And we like to think of it as a cross between It's a Wonderful Life meets A Christmas Carol meets NSYNC. Excellent. All classics. Nice. Yeah. So what drew you to NSYNC specifically? 
just the name? No, I mean, personally, I think what really interested us in the story was the fact that Chris did feel like a little bit of an underdog in comparison to the other members. And and he was the one who started the band. Right, yeah. exactly. So not that, a lot of people know that, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. so the fact that it was his, it was his baby, it was his idea, and it became this giant thing that was his dreams coming true, you know, and then... And then he was not the one who, I guess, became the breakout star from it. Um, but he still did achieve his dream of this boy band. And we just thought that there was something really beautiful there. And yeah. we both grew up, you know, right at that boy yeah. band time. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it was very sure. present. Um, we'd like to say that everyone has an NSYNC story. Um, yeah. <laughs> so mine was that I played JC in a high school talent show once. Um, we did. My friends and I did a performance of Digital Get Down. The dance was very complex. I don't know why they let us do it. I think oh the, the teachers didn't understand what the song was about. To be fair, neither did I. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, you know, we like boy bands are such a part of our our, our culture. Yeah. We, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That song was definitely ahead of its time, I think. Yeah, <laughs> likes to take credit for uh, cyber sex as JC. Was like, yeah, we admit that for sure. It was a new frontier at the time, guys. It was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that little, like, the loading screen of... Oh, yeah. Britney Spears had a email my heart, which I thought. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was very headed. Amazing. It's <laughs> funny because I actually also performed in a school talent show. Um, I think it was I Want You Back. Yeah. And Ooh, we nice. had people, um, but then everyone else bailed. So it was just me and my one friend. <laughs> and then right before we got out on stage, hey, you know what the music video when they do that thing where they like cross the hands and step over and then you just flip the other person over. I'm like, we should do that. (laughs) Is the idea that I can, but let's practice it before we go out on this cement floor. And then obviously my friend is skinnier than I am. So I'm like, I'll be the muscle or whatever. Not taking into effect that I was much shorter than hers. So when we tried to like, when I tried to pull her, she fell, hit her head. It was, it was, it was very awkward. And then oh. we're like, okay, it's time for us to go out on stage. Like, oh, shit. The show must go on. And yeah, oh my so gosh. Like, the dance kind of looks a little awkward, but there's only two people there. And it was, you know what? We had fun. So that's sure, it was amazing. <laughs> is there any video footage? This you know what? Pre- I don't think we do. Pre-social media era? Yeah, but yeah. it would be on the VHS, right? Oh, I don't think I would have brought that to school. Probably not. We, we made a bunch of like movies. Lydia and I have done a bunch of fringe. So I'm just excited to hear that is was a fringe festival play, mm. and that's how you guys kind of got in because we've also done some fringe festival plays. We are not professional actors, not at all, in the yeah. least bit. Yeah. Um. So we just kind of do it for our own fun, and like we kind of just pick like a ridiculous title and then kind of make a play and, from and there. Build a so that's kind it. of how we've done it in the past as well. So I'm like, this like, seems so up my alley. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so. it kind of started from the title for us, to be honest. Yeah, um, it does. Yeah. But yeah, as as uh, Allison was saying, as we learn more about the history of NSYNC, it just felt like, wow, no one's told this story before. Like, it's so true. So many people don't know, like, the whole NSYNC. Yeah, it's like, true. Do, yeah. do you make mention of, like, Lou during during your... Uh... Oh. Lou is in the show. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Lou is... Number? Lou is played by a very talented actress named Emily Lambert. Uh, she's fantastic. And uh, yeah, he has his own song and everything. Amazing. Oh, that's, wow, that's awesome. Okay. Well, I'm happy yeah. to hear that. Yeah, because my, my name, Mama Lou, is, is yeah, kind Lydia. of like a parody of Lou <laughs> Pro. Yeah. Papa Lou. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Walk us through the process of like finding your, your actors. Like how did how did that come about? Because I know you have like an all-female uh, and non-binary cast. So like, uh, like yeah, walk us through like why you decided to go that way. Uh, yeah. yeah. Originally, we did not think of ourselves in this show whatsoever. We were planning on casting lookalikes of the band, um, you know, pretty straightforward, really. And then at some point we realized like, wait, maybe we should just play yeah, like, so. yeah. And when we started thinking that way, uh, we started looking to our friends, Allison. Yeah, so we pretty much just cast our friends on the yeah. show. Um, yeah, everyone yeah. is someone we have a pre-existing relationship with. And nice. because, you know, we're in L.A. and all of our friends, for the most part, I'm in L.A. and Valen is no longer. But uh, our friends are all actors. So, like, they, we called them and they were like, yes, please, we would love <laughs> to be in a musical. Um, but yeah, it worked out very well for us. Um, and we have this exact same cast from Fringe is doing the show with us this time around as well. Our, our, our first show was actually this past June. So it was only about, oh gosh, what, five months ago? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. 
So being in LA, have you had any um, boy banders? Like Lance is very into things. Have you been able to get him out at all to a show or (laughs) try to... Uh, not yet. We would love for Lance to come. He's always welcome, as are any of them. We did, um, one of our cast members, Mia Karina Malacone, had a, she ran into Chris Kirkpatrick at Dave and Buster's the other nice. week. Um, oh, and, nice. And they, they chatted. So that was lovely. Um, but yeah, we've, we're hoping that more people will come. I think that at this point, it seems like they're aware of the show and we've gotten nothing but support from anyone. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Excellent. Nice. He's like, yeah, I'm suing you guys for taking the show. That was my one worry for you guys. I'm just like, uh, no. Well, none of the music is in sync music. Um, we wrote all original music for this oh, show. wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So some of the titles will like allude to their, you know, we have a song called It's Gonna Be, um, but it sounds nothing like <laughs> the okay, other one. Yeah, yeah, smart. It's more smart. musical theater style of music, but with the in sync aesthetic and story um feel no it it sounds it feels like christmas disney musical honestly okay Um, we do have one song called boy band song that is very much a in the style of boy band songs and that that charts the the rise of nsync and kind of is a a montage piece of of their you know immense success yeah yeah yeah. but valen is valen is incredibly she's i I don't do music i do words she does music and words i don't know how she does it Um, but yeah we're we're, we're very lucky to have her and uh, we have taylor um who's also super do you want to speak to that valen yeah so taylor worked on the original hamilton um and he is kind of the reason why everything started to solidify and become more real for us as a project um because once he you know, started collaborating with us, everything, yeah, got a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, his, he's, so he's arranging all the music and it's the reason why it sounds as big as it does. We're very lucky to have him on the team. Mm-hmm. That's great. Awesome. You're lucky to be in the room where it happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Hamilton yeah, joke. Like it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I mean, it does make sense that that you kind of hired your own uh, people because, like, it's, you guys know the source material better than anyone else, right? Because, like, it's it's actually like, true, like, kind of close to your heart, right? Yeah. So, yes. Like, yeah. Go ahead. And also, you know, being actors, musicians that have been working for a long time but haven't really broken through a certain, you know, threshold. Mm. There was something about Chris's story, at least for me personally, playing him, and the songs coming from us. Yeah, where honestly, it's like 50% Chris's story and like a little bit of us, too. So that's where the connection came from to the material, I think, as well. You're like imparting a a piece of you into into the art, right? Yeah, I think it's the only way to connect to it, really, for me anyway, because I'm more of a musician than an actor. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. So walk us through like the, the music making process. Like, how do you how do you make a song out of like thin air? Like for you, like how do how do you do that? It can come a lot of different ways. Um, I, I feel like we had every different kind of way in this musical, particularly. Sometimes I just hear it and find the chords for it. Um, sometimes it's based off of a title or a concept, and then I, I hear it mm-hmm. and look for it on the piano and start you know, making the structure. But I've been doing songwriting for a long time, so it's kind of just... Second you know, nature? Yeah. L- a little bit at this point, but... I used to have to like really be in a, an emotional state to get anything out. And mm-hmm. now I can kind of tap into it. Like it's, you know, a job. Yeah. I don't, I don't, like, yeah that, that definitely. That definitely so have you guys done activity. any other fringe festival plays before this, or is this kind of like your first foray into that? Yeah. This was the first time that we've ever put on a live theatrical production. Um, I mean, we've been in them before, but we had never taken the helm. I've oh produced film projects before and there is a lot of overlap, but live oh theater God. is its own beast. So we yeah, had keep one keep on going, yeah, yeah. For sure. We had one show at the Hollywood Fringe where um, the venue's sound just broke. <laughs> right oh, we went on. No. <laughs> so we ended up um, trying to fix it. It didn't get fixed um, that day, but we were able to do the show anyway and kind of just make our own sound effects. Yep, there you go. Uh, yeah, we yeah. did that too once. Yeah, we had uh, we had our um, 
sound guy had the CD instead of leaving it at the venue, took it with him. And they got in a fight with a bus driver oh, yeah. and ended up being late. So then we're just like, okay, we're going to be making the sounds off the stage as things happen. Oh my God. goodness. And he didn't have a cell phone, so he couldn't call any of us to pick him up. So we're oh, just like, oh, no. oh. Like, waiting for the CD. Yeah. yeah that's, like, that's fine. We'll just, we'll just sing. We'll just figure out something. The show must go on. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Especially in a fringe festival. You're at a very short time period. Yeah. 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 So much time. You got to be able to take all your stuff off and on. Right. So, yeah, exactly. exactly. We kind of try to use it as a workshop um, because it's such an intense experience and you have so little time to figure it out. And so true, you know, you kind of have to go with your instincts. It's, thrilling it's terrifying yeah um but i'm yeah i'm but it's just super fun right it's just so much fun to do stuff like that for sure absolutely would you ever consider making it into a film and like Um, pitching it to like different uh, maybe a a claymation film (laughs) 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 or have you any thoughts of like kind of taking this on the road and going like a different fringe festival like or new york or something like that like an off-broadway or yeah, all of the above, honestly. We uh, we have this LA run going on right now. We are hoping to bring the show to the Edinburgh Fringe next summer. Nice. That oh, awesome. bringing be... it back to where it started. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but we also do feel like Off-Broadway in New York would be a, a great place for it. I think that in LA, people go to see plays and musicals, but it's such a film and TV town that there's not as much uh, awareness of what's, you know, of a show going on. Uh, but in a place like New York, you know, everyone knows to look for it. So I think that we could have a nice home there if we ever, if we ever make it that far. Yeah. Now, would you ever consider doing um, kind of like a, like a filmed version of it, like a live, like people can stream it as it's happening? Cause they've done that for a lot of fringe festivals this past year. Especially with the pandemic too. Some yeah, people were accessible, right? Or like yeah. it's the links only active during that hour or whatever, or you pre-tape it and then they can like get it on demand or something. Kind of like- we would definitely be interested in looking into that. We're operating under a particular equity contract that doesn't allow that to happen. Okay. So if, if we grow, then maybe we'll get to that point. Yeah, because like when there is a lot of fans and then you know, yeah, Europe, because that's, that's where, where Zink started, started too, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Germany. Yeah. yeah. Germany. We yeah. talk about that in boy band song. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a lot of people forget about poor Europe. No, not us. We have a, a whole line in German. Oh, no oh, way. Wow. Oh, good job. Good job. That's amazing. Oh, my goodness. We, we became obsessed over, like, as soon as we got hooked into it fully and we realized who had to be in it. Mm-hmm. Um, character wise like Lou included he wasn't in the show for a long time and we realized that we needed him to be the antagonist but um, yeah, the evil dude <laughs> exactly. you mentioned the the Backstreet Boys at all with like them coming in on that so. we do oh, oh my gosh the so, full history oh, yeah. very good very good so were yes. you guys team Backstreet or team NSYNC 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 yeah I did have a crush on Kevin but I also had a crush on Elton John, so. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, uh, Kevin was always like, you know, like a heartthrob with the older ladies and you know, the thick eyebrows, <laughs> right? You right. can't resist. He was just so tall. I don't know. Those, yeah, black hair, blue eyes. I was 12. It was perfect. I know. I will take care of you. You're like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yeah, so Sophia and Diane were definitely team Backstreet back in uh, elementary school, the high school. Although I will say I did also like NSYNC before, like you had to choose Yes. Yeah, so, and yeah. Leah and I were definitely we were more team yeah. in sync with Backstreet yeah. as well. So we kind of, you know, it we kind of had all rivalries these, in yes. school. Yeah, you know, it was kind of like the way they made us with Tiger Beat. Um, yes, choose between Hanson and Leonardo DiCaprio on the poster sides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a hard decision. So you have to now you got to buy them. two of them. So yeah. exactly, you know, very clever. So yeah, smart. yeah, I know. I know. Sure. Back in the day, we used to get taken so advantage of. We'd buy like little like lip glosses and stuff like that. We're like, oh my god, it's like Justin's gifting me. <laughs> I would sell that lip gloss to fund on eBay so I could fund going to concerts and stuff. And we actually Smart. used to like take right? pictures at concerts, like close up ones, and then we would sell them to people. Would buy 
photographs on eBay, like four by six pictures. Wow. And then like our local grocery store that had like the printing machine, they had like a celebrity wall and wall all of our, like, pictures on there. Wow. So when, when was your first NSYNC concert? Out of oh, curiosity. Man. I don't know. 90. Well, I was already in high school because I feel like Handsome was our first boy bandy type concert. So maybe probably like it was hard to afford tickets as a child. Of course, so yeah. like uh, I think it took us a while to get yes, there. It definitely I mean? took us a while. I think it was the No Strings Attached uh, at the Molson Amphitheater. I think that was our think first so? one. Yeah, but uh, what about you guys? Like, when was your first exposure to NSYNC? I never got to see a concert. There was a oh, friend of ours wow. that came home after having seen oh. it. That was like the biggest yeah. thing. It was like secondhand um, concert. Yeah, that counts. yeah, I grew up in the middle of Texas, so okay. it was also hard. Like my parents never would have taken me really to any yeah. concert. Right, because it wasn't the thing back then, right? Like, no. you know, it was, yeah. it's not- we, we were lucky enough to be close enough to Toronto that most bands mm-hmm. would go there. And then the last time I actually saw NSYNC, they were in Buffalo. Oh. Um, probably like, right before they broke up, I guess. Ah, uh, makes sense. But makes yes. Sense. Yeah. We also actually, Lydia and I actually went to Miami, uh, for challenge for the children. Um, I want to say four, I think it was the last one. It was the very last one. one because that's when they had the, the famous limo drive to, to McDonald's where they chatted about Lou. Oh, I know it was like, oh, it was Nick yeah. and Brian. And then when we went, they were not there. No, no, but the, well, no, but we saw. I'm just saying. Well, <laughs> we went. Anyway, Amanda Bynes was there. Oh, love Amanda. We also love Amanda. Yeah. Uh, I feel like she just. Uh, it was funny actually because Lindsay happen. Lohan was right, also there. She was. Um, yes, yeah. that's true. So Lindsay Lohan and Wilmer, the guy from that '70s show, when they were still dating, they were in the lobby and they were chatting like, "Oh, should we get pictures with them, or should we go out to eat?" Uh, foods we went out to eat instead of taking a picture wow, i was like wow. man I really should have taken a picture for Lindsay lillian <laughs> well food is you know you know well, but, it's important yeah <laughs> yeah that's we i got my first picture with chris at that one mm-hmm. yeah, so. that was in the tabloids he had posed with like a big martini glass as a joke and they're like, oh, Chris is going off the egg. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God, it's just a joke. It was one of those like stupid vases. You know, those big yeah. Vases, martini glasses he was holding. Yeah. Because we didn't actually think they would be staying at the host hotel. For some reason, we thought they'd be at a different hotel. So we kind of ran into them. We had an wow. answer with Justin Timberlake as well. but <laughs> Not a vibe. We weren't allowed off an elevator because he was in the hallway. So like, oh my God. It was like, so we were on our way to the pool without cameras or phones or anything. We had a towel around we us. We literally just had a towel and like our bathing suit cover up and we're like walking and like, you can't go down this hallway. And we're like, but this is a dead end. Like we got off the elevator like, oh, you can't go. But we couldn't go the other way because it was like- um, Closed off or something. For the, like the people that work at the hotel. So we weren't allowed there. So we had to like literally like put ourselves up against a wall. So Justin could come by to go into the elevator and they're like, don't talk to him. Don't whatever. We're like, don't okay. look at him. We're like, we're like, Chris fans, we don't give a shit. So he like gets to the elevator and he's like bouncing a basketball. And then like, so as he's in the elevator and like the doors are going to close, we're like, well, good luck at the game. He's like, whatever. I was like, go oh, yourself, yeah. sir. Yeah. Whoa. My goodness. So he's a nice guy. But Chris and Joey. <laughs> I have a huge fan of NSYNC, but huge hatred for Justin Timberlake. That's just... And, well, you know, with good as, reason. Look you know, what there's a couple of other things, but... Uh, so. no. Well, we, 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 we like to think that we explore the relationship between Justin and the rest of the NSYNC mm-hmm. members in our show. Including... Yeah, yeah okay, good. I was going to say, just because, like, it's kind of interesting to see the psyche behind that. And even if... Like, even, like what happened afterwards to like, you know, like the whole nipple gate thing that happened and how he yeah. kind of walked away scot-free and Jack yeah. Jackson was a little bit, you know, disenfranchised by the whole thing. And, uh, and how now with his, you know, man of the woods tour, people are just like this, this is the guy that, uh, that we threw Janet Jackson to the wolves for. Cause like he did some stupid <laughs> dance. I don't know if anyone's seen that TikTok. Oh yeah. Just like, yes. yeah, yeah. Right. We, exactly. we actually referenced that in our show as well. No, you know, <laughs> I feel like there's so many fun hidden like eggs in your, cause I was reading a review that somebody did and he's about how like he knows nothing about boy bands and thought it was great. And then like, if you know stuff about boy bands, it's even greater. So, yeah. And like, 
in that in that review he's just like he's like okay they, they they take you and walk you through right so like it's good because not a lot of people know history or context when it comes to boy bands so like like you kind of you kind of like carefully make the audience like aware which is great because a lot of people are just like if you don't know this source material don't come but like but you, you kind of like welcome people in and you're just like okay this is the story and this now you understand and here is our story so that was, that thank, was you. Really thank you so much <laughs> thank you. yeah that has been the that's that was the mission mm-hmm. and yeah it's great <laughs> so it's a mix of it's a wonderful life and um a christmas carol what mm-hmm. is your favorite version of a christmas carol like i personally think that uh, the muppets christmas carol is one of my favorites a classic it's a fun one scrooge is good too but like do you have a specific one that you're kind of like or draw inspiration from well i was actually in a version of a christmas carol at age 11 i want to say and that was it was my first ever professional show i'm from from a town um in new jersey where there's a theater that is a a pretty well-known regional theater called mccarter theater and they they import actors from new york for most of their shows or things come on tour but for christmas carol which they do every year they cast the kids from kids who live in the town and so it was it was you know a new york kind of production but in my hometown and i got to be in it so when i think of a christmas carol i just think of that production yeah but i also love the muppets yes yeah yeah what about you Valen? well my my parent my oh excuse me my have a little cough my parents uh would watch it's a wonderful life every year during the christmas season and so jimmy stewart really got into my psyche um I, I like to think that Chris is kind of going through a Jimmy Stewart kind of journey mm-hmm. there, um, but centered around the reunion possibility instead. Do you guys think a reunion would ever come to be? I mean, we, we yeah. Hope, right? but, I yeah, honestly yeah. do think it's entirely possible. It seems Same. like it's getting more and more possible. Yeah, Especially JC's been out in about yes, recently. Out of that his was case. exciting. Yeah. He was on a Peloton thing the other day and he went to go see Anne Juliet on Broadway and another yes. place. So people are, he was posing yeah. for pictures with people. I was like, oh my God, what? Yeah. There's well, definitely that, something in the water. That alternate JC kind of thing that hit Twitter. It's funny because we actually have something in our show about like an alternate timeline where JC is a bigger star than Justin. Nice. Oh, yeah. that'd be nice. That'd be amazing. That's awesome. Oh, oh, right. Because part of your show was like, what if you were, you never, put in sync together right like was it during that part okay i don't want to know spoiler but yeah but that's so exciting because like yeah you just kind of and in all fairness we do shit upon justin a lot about like oh the reunion is not gonna happen because of justin but yes. like jc is also a major vocalist and has kind of been kind of under the radar for the last little while right kind of doing his own thing and not yeah. really out and about where like chris and joey are like everywhere and lance is doing his things so, yeah i think yeah. they don't they even do like a disney like uh food eat one the beat eat the beat that's right yes joey <laughs> does that and then chris was a guest and i knew he was going to be a guest and i was like oh should i fly down to florida and i'm like no i have nobody <laughs> I <know. laughs> we did go see him in the summer in uh, where did we go kalamazoo middle of nowhere wasn't it kalamazoo Kalamazoo, Michigan, and then we went to like a field in Zenia, Ohio, and we're just like, it's just like the middle of nowhere. It was a very hot day. The <laughs> concert was almost canceled because they didn't have power, and the power was off for many hours. And we're like, <laughs> is this gonna happen? It was with O Town, so um, Chris and Jeff Timmons were hosting, and then it was O Town and not Mark McGrath. Who was at the other one? Uh, oh, the guy from uh... Oh, David. Yeah, cook. cook. That's right. You're right. Billy Gilman. And so it was like a, it was it was like two back-to-back shows, but they had a slightly different mix of people. Man, that was, uh, yeah, Chris is fun. Fun time. Have, yeah. I'm curious, um, have you all ever watched Man Band? Mission Man yes. Band? Yes. Yes, yes, thank you. Did yes. you guys get inspiration from that? Um, it came in in the last <laughs> three, three months of us like about to put the show up so the show was pretty much done but it definitely like made us feel i don't know i don't know how to describe it it was great i it was, feel like he it has, was very informative it was super it, that, uh, oh yeah i don't think it was like a good show for them at all i think <laughs> no, that the way not. they edited it was terrible like, 
terrible. If you look, Chris looked very um, not nice person. Yes. Diane's like, Chris is, looks like an asshole in this. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm they like, totally did. Yeah. Like, I would it. just like to say that yes. Shazia forced me to watch it. I did. <laughs> yeah. did it. I was like, um, like, we need content for the podcast. Uh, and it's like, they're very short episodes. They're like 30 and minutes. And they have Chris like in it. What could possibly go wrong? And it has Jeff Timmons, love him. And then rest in peace, Rich Cronin. Mm-hmm. And then um, Brian Abrams, we didn't really know a lot about. Um, yeah. Also, it did come off great. It's a good yeah. lesson to see how, how easily your narrative can be taken from you. Even yeah. if you're in the biggest boy band in the world, like yeah. they had no idea likely that it was going to be edited like that. And they were probably sold a completely different idea, like yeah. some real documentary that got to the heart of what they were truly experiencing that was hard for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And instead they took their most vulnerable everything, like they were in such a vulnerable place in their lives, all of them, yeah. and yeah. turned it into a like a jokey Show? circus in the yeah editing process i don't think any yeah. of that was true like on the yeah. ground mm-hmm. but, yeah, yeah. No, i agree with you there yeah because really um once you sign off you know mtv is like <laughs> right? what yeah. did we do Let's i think but chris so. basically thought that he could recreate what he did with nsync like nsync was basically done and he was like a lot of the boy bands were done yeah um and he was just like what if i just put together another group with all of these members who are still interested in being in a boy band but yeah. Yeah. aren't anymore. Yeah. You know? I think it was still a good idea and pe- he just didn't get like the right attention right paid of- to it. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. just that, you know, like somebody taking it seriously enough. But what yeah. we got out of it, I mean, also is just how passionate he is and how yeah. much yeah. he really cares mm-hmm. about what he's doing and how seriously he takes all of this. Yeah. And for us, that was the thing that... And what know, a leader he is, too. Yeah. He really is. And you wouldn't True. expect that from Chris. You're like, oh, it's the goofy one with the pineapple hair, right? Well, not even, like, Chinzia mentioned it, like, growing up and even until, basically until we started this podcast, I was like ride or die for backstreet like that was my you know um but through doing this podcast like i've met chris i've met joey i've learned more about in sync because you know we watched the different documentaries or you know went through different things and i have softened toward them a lot more and even like i didn't even realize chris was the goofy one like in my mind he was the howie equivalent <laughs> like the one that was like oh yes and howie sure yeah <laughs> like no one cares about chris but i actually like back in the day i never would have thought like oh chris is gonna be my favorite member of insane but here we are here we are because i confidently can say he's also my favorite member of it sync at this point yeah yeah and i think it's really funny Mm -hmm. it's so true but with that show if you've met uh, you guys haven't met chris right no you've met chris he is a hilarious he has a very dry sense of humor and he's like really funny and Sometimes he'll say things, but he says it in like such a straight way at Deadpan. times, deadpan thing. Yeah. Where people think he's either serious or being a complete asshole and not realizing like how friggin' funny he is. Like, um, I would yeah. say one of my favorite moments from when we saw him again, when I, when Sophia and Diane met him, uh, we were at this convention in Louisville, Louisville Kentucky. 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 <laughs> so we were there and it was, it was a it was also a shit show because they promised like VIPs like oh you get this special thing with all the boy bands and like stuff and they obviously didn't pass it with their management and Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys has a different management so he agreed so the other guys were like well now we have to show up so we don't look like assholes mm-hmm. anyway so it was like a whole thing so um, they were just like we were playing Uno because we were so fucking bored waiting for them to come it was like a ballroom like in the middle of this thing with like tables set up but there was like no. Food. So anyways, they're like, oh, the fucking Canadians here are playing Uno. Like, what the heck's going on? Like, it's party, right? So so anyways, so then they're just like chilling and mingling and stuff. And then Chris comes up and I go, buddy, I'm just going to ask you. Like, is JC actually what like the persona was? Like, because the persona was like sleepy and sink or he was always like quiet and tired and all that shit. Like, is that kind of what he actually is like? So he's like, okay, let me give you a scenario here. This is a hypothetical scenario. It did not happen. 
I'm like, Chris okay. is saying Chris is saying okay. yeah. So he's like, so let's say that we were at a rehearsal and JC is late and he comes in and we're like, dude, you're late. He's like, oh yeah, sorry. I was just running late. And we're like, okay, whatever. But then in the meantime, in the background, there's um, the news is on and suddenly like, in sinks JC Shazay, saves bus full of children, like does all this stuff. Blah, blah, blah. And then we like look over at him and he's like, oh yeah, that happened, whatever. He's like, whereas for me, I'd be like, so he's like fucking like full body here. He's like slamming up, like kicking and like, he like bursts through this door. He's like, if it was me, I'd be like, and this bus crashed into a lake and all the kids were like, take himself super serious mm -hmm. and realizes like who he is and like especially in comparison to like so many other people like that was the first time i ever met him and yeah didn't realize he was so funny he was giving us like shit the whole weekend like you're canadian do i need to talk slowly he like got more comfortable he was like come walk around with me uh at, and go we'll, shop, like go shop and like you guys can help me pick out a shirt or something and we're like oh, okay <laughs> so we were walking around and he's talking about how like people don't recognize him or if they do recognize him they think they don't know if he was in Backstreet Boys or in Sing. and he's like sometimes like they'll compliment me they'll be like oh i really love the backstreet boys and he's like i don't know if they're trying to be assholes or like if they actually think i'm in the backstreet boys and then literally five minutes after we talked yeah. about this, this old man is like oh congratulations i love the backstreet boys and he was just like thank you very much <laughs> think i'm a member at it like he's like i don't want them to feel bad so i just thank them and continue on with my day and I was oh like, yeah for you buddy like such a nice guy. um our show starts off with him in a starbucks with during christmas time with everyone not sure if they know who that guy is and i think it's kind of the case yeah like i mean even even some of his other members, like I think Joey, even Joey Fatone and Lance Bass, who aren't Justin and JC, if they walked into a Starbucks, people would be like, that's Lance Bass. Yeah. That's Joey Fatone because they've done other things post NSYNC. Uh, Chris really hasn't. So I think, yeah, he's kind of the only one that can live a semi-normal life. And I mean, that trivia show... And he, he, he was the voice of Chip Skylark yeah. on yeah. Yeah. Celebrity yeah. Big Brother. No, no one's shiny that. Teeth and me. Yeah. Shiny teeth, shiny teeth. I feel and like Nigel's Celebrity 11. Big Brother is like yes. more relevant, more present. Mm. More yeah. recent is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Sorry, we, there was, so there was a period of time when there was not a lot going on in Chris World. Yes. And sure. I, I feel, feel like when that Nick con was the first time we saw him in so long. Well, you did and they yeah, so I went to Nick Carter and I was just like, oh no, Diane said, oh, Chinzia just wants to thank you for making Dead 7 because that got Chris out of like, retirement. <laughs> like legit, I fucking, this is Sophia's favorite story. I burst into tears when I saw him again because I had not seen him in so long since the set challenge for the children thing. And he, I first of all, didn't really classify who it was like i saw him and i'm like oh that guy looks familiar who's that and then i was like holy shit it's chris and then i started crying she's dying of laughter because i am not that person i because she made fun of people in the hotel room and i was just like what the hell is happening to me my one friend's like are you okay and i was just like she's like they're like she's like oh she's excited about chris and we had like because we got the vips we got like a free autograph or whatever she's like here you, you can have my chris one it's fine like, oh my God. Good. Was like 
and then they're like, okay, let's go talk to Chris. I'm like, I need to calm the fuck down. Let's go talk to Nick Carter first, and then I'll be good. And then I was just like, which I'm pretty sure is the opposite of every other person on the planet. Like, That's what makes you cool, though. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And it's just so nice that even though I don't, I've only seen him like a few times. Like we were at this Reline Con in Chicago, which was another shit show. But anyway, so um, I was supposed to work at Jeff Timmons' booth, and I was working with Chris's. So. But then I hadn't seen him because of the pandemic in years. And then we ran into him in this summer. And then he was like saying hi to people. And he's like, holy shit, what are you doing here? And we're like, big hug. And I'm like, oh, that's sweet. So lovely. Yeah. He remembers his number one fan in Canada. Come on. That's great. Tell us more about your show. Oh, no. I mean, we love hearing these Chris stories, honestly, because we can't get enough of it at this point. Um, we're in that universe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This yeah. Show. Um, yeah. I mean, Celebrity Big Brother was yes. great timing for us because it was February of this year, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And we had the show opening in June. And all of a sudden, because I, I'm, I play Chris and I was nervous to play Chris but then got this wonderful opportunity to be able to see him 24 yeah. <laughs> seven. So I was like with him at, you know, like two in the morning, Austin time, like as he's brushing his teeth in the mirror, it was very, I was very nice. creepy about it, but. Um, That's good. Cause now you can kind of see his mannerisms <laughs> and like things, right? His, yeah. His yeah. Mind. And he was, he would talk about things that we, I think we ended up putting one thing sort of in the show from what he was talking about, but um I think you're right, and I don't remember what it was. I think about Justin being a brother, like oh, yes, comparing yes. him to Amadeus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, he did. I do remember him saying like a lot of complimentary. He, him, and Justin were very close. Yeah, mm-hmm. oddly, and yes, I think I do remember he had he did he was talking to someone about Justin, and he's he was saying like yeah, imagine like being able to sit with. Who like these huge Mozart. stars, these musical geniuses, and yeah. like watch them work and whatever. And I was like, I don't know, that's Chris. That seems like a bit of a stretch. But <laughs> yeah, I think he said, I wonder what the brother of Mozart would feel like. How yeah. how Mozart's brother felt, and yeah. that was that was a big insight for us because we were like, yeah, this is, you know, they're brothers, and this mm-hmm. in sync that they were a brotherhood, and like they went through this extraordinary circumstance all together. And the fallout out of that has affected them all in different ways. Yeah. And that's been interesting to see too, because a lot mm-hmm. of it's not even about like the projects you come up with afterwards, but who's going to pay attention. And in the industry, when you have five members to choose from, like, you know, I think Chris did get a little lost in the cracks for a little while, for but sure. the yeah. nice thing about that is like, that's a story too. And maybe that's something that can, you know, it's becoming richer for him. And how cool would it be if he like became the most popular? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally, totally. Because like, yeah, a lot of people do get lost in the shadows, and like, you don't really like, like even like, I was I was watching a documentary yesterday about um, uh, Tommy Tellerico and how like his sound guy uh, Joey did all the work. But he never got the credit for it because because mm-hmm. Tommy was the face of the company. But mm-hmm. you're just like, but but all like the things that we love and adore, this other guy did, and he was lost to history, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the same thing with Chris, right? In a way, yeah. like yeah. Yeah, like nothing would really have been as it was without him, right? And that's what makes him Jimmy Stewart. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, okay, sorry. Let's let's share. I'm gonna share that screen a bit just to show sure. kind of like all. Uh, because you have like some amazing content here that I really want people to see. Um, okay, so uh, so we have. Uh, should we start the, this one? No, just go ahead. This one. Their web. Yeah, yeah. So we're just gonna. I'm just gonna go on your web page here. Oh, nice. Um, oh, that's like amazing. It's a beautiful website. Yeah. So um. <laughs> okay. So uh. So so we're gonna start. Can we? Can uh? Is it okay if I read? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. So this is the team here at. Chris Kirkpatrick's. <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay, so um, it's hard for everybody. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, 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 you know you do. You do. 
Okay. Okay. So it's Christmas Eve, 2009, and Chris Kirkpatrick from InSync has a decision to make. Can I just pause for a second yes. and say how much I appreciate that you spell InSync correctly? <laughs> yes. We had a couple Char- discussions yeah. about it for sure. Because <laughs> let me tell you, a couple episodes ago, we had a we went through their official book that I found in my basement. And um, even in their own official book, they spell their name wrong. So <laughs> three different times. Is there wow. a space? Is there an asterisk? Is there a star? Are we doing all caps? Are we just capitalizing the end? Yeah, exactly. It's a big deal, yeah. right? Yeah. It was a big deal. At the time. So true. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, so gotta get it right. <laughs> exactly. A parody mashup of holiday classics, A Christmas Carol, and It's a Wonderful Life, featuring twelve original songs composed by Valen Shore, with book and lyrics co-written by Shore and Allison Zeta. Uh, featuring music direction by Taylor Williams, Moulin Rouge, Hamilton, and sound design by Tony Award winning Josh McMillican. Thank you. Milliken. <laughs> Six of Bands Visit. The team. All right. So we start off on the left with Valenshore. Uh, music, lyrics, book, director, producer. So you guys Chris. actually have a book? Like That's what they call the script in, oh, in okay. musical land. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh cool. The, the book and the music. Okay. That's amazing. Uh, sorry, is it okay if I read your your, your Oh, letter? sure. Okay. Yeah, if you'd like. Okay. Valenshore is a musician and writer based in Austin, Austin, Texas. Valen's music has had millions of streams across all platforms. Her songs have been featured on Riverdale, The Vampire Diaries, The Originals, Lucifer, Pretty Little Liars, and The Sims 4. Ah! Some good shows. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, sorry. Awesome. They're all good. I'm just a gamer, so I'm like, that's him. Oh, yeah, The Sims was, was my favorite, too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. In 2018, she toured with Bronco and Simmel. Is that, did I, spell, did I say those right? Yeah, bron- they say Broncho, but I also used to call it Bronco oh, and, okay. and Simmel. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And she's a proud mama to Dylan. Yeah. And Instagram handle is Valen Forever and Spotify is Valen. Mm-hmm. I love this photo of you, by the way. Like, it just like, you're just so like, into whatever you're doing <laughs> thank you like, yeah get them <laughs> thank you very much all yeah, right a good read then, yeah uh so then we have uh, allison do you want to read this or shall i i will read it okay allison's at a lyrics book director producer and marky mark <laughs> that's amazing um <laughs> i want to see that uh sorry allison's at a she her is an la-based actor writer and filmmaker favorite credits include music video for pink's effing perfect oh wow Directed by Dave Myers and the title role in the DC era premiere of Sarah Rolls Idura. Eurydice. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm we so have a lot sorry. of weird sounding credits. is award winning short film Girl Meets Roach screened at over 40 uh, festivals worldwide. She recently completed another festival circuit with her script, The App, uh, The Break out, <laughs> winner, Copa Shorts uh, Film Festival Comedy Screenwriting Competition, finalist, National Film Festival Screenwriting Competition, Oxford Film Screenwriting Competition, and semifinalist, Omaha Film Festival Screenwriting Competition. And Instagram is Allison Zeta, and Twitter is Zeta. That's amazing. Nice. Like, these Yay. are like amazing credits. That should be so funny. You guys are amazing. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, well, okay. I'm not going to read the rest, but I'm going to yeah. read who they are. Sure. We've got Josh Millililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililil
society right but then you actually can like do stuff and and then but then you're like yeah i'm an actor and then people are like let me see actually like Lydia has just actually started her yes. like, professional acting career. So yes. Oh, congratulations! Been, thank you so much. So yes. there's um, a lot of background work, uh, like yeah. films that film in our town. So we live in Hamilton, Ontario. So, um, so we're kind of close to Toronto. So there's been a lot of like things. So Lydia, yeah, very yeah. Cool. yeah. I had a I had a crushing office job that was sucking my soul, and I'm just like, you know what? The COVID really like put things into perspective. I'm like, why aren't I doing things I love? Yeah, you know. Yeah. And then I'm Good just for like, you. I'm just, Thank you. So I went like full tilt into it. I'm like acting. And then, yes, yeah, so I'm having a blast. It's really, awesome. it's really fun. So it's, she it's, just actually also started a murder mystery theater. Yes. Yes. I'm very excited. Very cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. So Thank I guess you. you start off as a corpse and then start off as a corpse and then work your way up. <laughs> <laughs> Usually it's the opposite for everyone else. Right. No, right. <laughs> so that's cool. Oh, sorry. For, for Justin, I was going to ask, do you have like, do you have like the ramen wig hair? Like, oh, yeah. how did you manage oh, that? Oh, yeah. We have, uh, well, if you, at some point, there are some pictures on the website. Okay, we'll, so you'll okay, get okay, okay. the wig. Okay, okay, okay. Well, okay, well, we'll not spoil it then. Okay, <laughs> we got Nicole here as Justin. We have Elizabeth Ho as Joey. Mm-hmm. We have Mia Karina Molicone. Molicone, yeah. Thank you. Okay, as JC. We have Emily Lambert as Lou. Oh, mm-hmm. this, is, this is phenomenal. I love that. <laughs> um, do you have like a gorilla suit for Emily to put on? <laughs> we actually, we felt, you know, it's about the essence of each member, really. Okay. And there was a bigness of Lou that Emily has in spades, even at her 4'11 height. Oh, wow. Um, wow. It's kind of, I think, what makes it interesting to, to see her perform as because she pulls it off. Oh, oh wow. wonderfully. Yeah. Nice. yeah. This is amazing. Ah. And then we also have Lily Fuller uh is the choreographer. Oh man, that's amazing. You have actual choreography. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We, oh, we yeah. dance like boy band members. Yeah, nice. That's so good. Oh my god. Because that's one of really one of the key features, matching outfits and choreography, right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna scroll down to some of the pictures oh, here. My oh my god, this is oh. we're gonna start here. If okay, you guys so- are listening to us in the podcast version, you should just come over to YouTube. Please come over to YouTube. <laughs> or go to chriskirkpatrickmiss.com and you can see all this stuff. Oh my God. So this is, I'm assuming, Joey? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. This is Chris kissing titties? I think uh, that's a baby. A baby head. Oh my <laughs> God. Okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. I don't know. I guess it's a different kind of music. It's a, ra- a racier show. Facial <laughs> expression, I guess. Yeah. Sorry, okay, I guess. my bad, uh, Mama Lou. My brain goes straight to that. Okay, oh all right, and then we have all the amazing. Oh, look yeah. at that! that matching oh, the camo pants. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> I always love those camo pants when they're in because, like, literally, like, what are you camouflaged in a fire? Like, like <laughs> and the purple one. Like, what was yeah. the purple one supposed to be? Like, you got blue for water. You got your green forest. You got your fire, but you got purple. Arctic right. chins, yeah. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> but that didn't stop me from getting a uh, the 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 gray and white version because Chris used to wear those pants, yes, so I, I had a purse like that. Mm, that's know, cool. Guess. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is this. <laughs> Teen Choice Awards. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh my God. Okay, that is a good. That's a good Lance. Like a pencil. Yeah. Yeah. Of Lance. Uh, All right, Starbucks this is the Starbucks scene. scene. Yep. It's great. Oh, oh Marky Mark, Mark, Mark is here. <laughs> yes. That wig. That wig is spot it's on. Like, <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, is this your actual hair for Chris? It is. Oh, that's yes. amazing. That's such dedication. Uh, wow. Thank you. Good work. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is exciting. Okay, so it's like the. Okay, so, okay. Oh, uh, existential crisis, Chris. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. This is like you guys really embody like the whole the essence. The essence. You really do. Thank you. Thank, thank you. And thank you, Matt Kimimura, for the photos. Good job. Good job. Yeah. All Good right. I think and what you were saying before, you know, we've I think at this age we've all had experiences in talent shows or with our friends as females like playing as in sync in a way because we all learned the dances. We got in groups yeah. of five or you know six or four or three yeah. two, two. And, you know oh just, just ourselves Even yeah so it felt kind <laughs> of easy in a way because we were just kind of hopping back into that slumber party feeling yeah um, yeah but doing was- a whole christmas musical with it there's something yeah. very special about that i think like women bonding 
you know, oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, like nice. guys don't get it. Right. And, but the thing is like the, the crazy thing is that like women are just like, Oh, crazy hysterical women. Oh, Elvis is here or something like that. But like bring men to a football stadium and they're like, yeah. right. So like, it's, it's kind of like the same thing, right. You know, but just, they just, they just don't get the fandom. But, I agree. Uh, hopefully mm-hmm. this play will go and explain a little bit. And more. I think it actually makes more sense to have an all female cast as opposed to having hmm. the male cast, because then it's kind of like, Oh, it's, that guy looks a little more like it. You kind of lose the whole like immersion of the the process. I don't know. It just it just sounds like a way better idea, and I can't believe we never thought of doing. It. Yeah, <laughs> because we've we've been wanting to do like boy bandy stuff forever. And we actually Wait, was, yeah, yeah. There was a there was a period of time when there was no concerts happening, but there was a fringe festival play with like boy band. And I yeah. literally went to six of the seven shows because I was just like, oh, it's in Hamilton. <laughs> I started making signs and so I was just like, I don't know. I'm just immersing myself in experience. Man, I wish you could come see our show. I like oh, legit. Yeah. I, was like, I put in tickets for uh, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. She'll see the Backstreet Boys there that weekend. I haven't won the tickets yet or not. But I was like, hmm. And then I'm like, yeah. Then I looked up flights and I was like, no. <laughs> but I very much would love to because that sounds like such a fun time. And it also said that you guys have a dance party after the what thing. There's like a there's an after party, yeah. After party, uh, fun. Yeah. A boy band Christmas party. We're gonna have you know boy band music playing and uh, fun lights and yeah, just not the cast will all be there and it should be should be a fun time. Sounds like so. That much sounds fun. That is brilliant. <laughs> I'm gonna charge like hundred dollars for VIP. <laughs> No, no. no. <laughs> Our we have one ticket price. It's forty five dollars. It includes all of that and a glass of Bubbly. bubbles. Yeah, Ooh, Aww, that's great. Brilliant for like brilliant. a a Christmas feeling. And I know you probably won't be able to make it out this time, but if you were to, we could hook you up with tickets. Aww, <laughs> that's that's so nice. Good to know. <laughs> Um, but for anyone who is in the LA area that is looking for tickets, you want to bring Yes, I'm going to share the screen. Yes. Wait a second, I'm sharing the screen. Which one is <laughs> The one that says, no, this is the this one. Down, yeah. See, that's how this songs one. start. You did it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anything can be in the song. Okay, so go where it says tickets. Here, so here, you're going to so go to chriskirkpatrickmiss.com and then you'll see in the top right-hand corner there's a ticket and it will bring you to Eventbrite. Eventbrite. A, a tab we cannot see because you only share oh, the tab. In the so <laughs> All right, does it, does it, is it showing now? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. So there you go. So um, yeah, so tickets are $45. There's a bunch of dates if you would like to. I am scrolling. Up. Oh, it's a like date. Oh, okay, here, you don't, you do, you do the mouse, but okay. I love you, you do. It's okay. December 1st through 11th. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Ask the experts. <laughs> da, da, da. There you go. So most shows, so you got eight, most shows are at eight o'clock. Some are at two or three on the weekends, but yes. Go. Yeah, we would love to see you there. It should be a good time, and you never know who might be in the audience. So it's at the Actors Company in Los Angeles, California. And yes, so there you go. There's a map. Wait, wait, scroll up. That's a map. There's yeah. A map. It's in Hollywood. It's in Hollywood. Um, oh my god. Actual Hollywood. That's crazy. Yes. I've always entry glass of bubbles, raffle ticket for theme prizes, and the boy band Christmas after party, a nostalgic interactive after party with the cast featuring holiday and boy band music and special surprises. Even if you have just the slightest love for the 90s and boy bands, then this is a must see. So there you go, guys. Very cute. Got the puffy jacket. The puffy jacket. (laughs) Classic. I also bought a puffy jacket because Chris had one. Really? I had a silver one, yes. Oh my God. I found that puffy jacket at a Goodwill in Texas and it was, ah! it was, it was meant to be. There you go. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That is so cute. Stupid so question. Yes. Do you guys get winter in Texas? Not really, no. Um, okay. <laughs> probably why it was in a Goodwill. I was going to say, like, how, is, how does like, a puffy jacket make its way? Somebody moved to Texas and they're like, oh, I like, don't, I don't need this, this anymore. This. Better donate it. It, sense. <laughs> it was like Maybe it was Chris. Maybe. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. It's just, that's like serendipitous, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of moments with that show, honestly. It's one of the yeah. reasons why we kept going. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. All right. So do you guys want to just like shout out your handles one more time so people know where to find you, where to follow you? Yeah, we're at Chris Kirkpatrick Miss Musical on all platforms. Uh, Chris Kirkpatrick Miss is spelled like Chris Kirkpatrick with a must at the end from Christmas. 
Thanks. So yeah. that's how we got to that. And Excellent. Yeah. And then I'm at Allison Zada on Instagram and at Zada on Twitter, but not very active on Twitter these days. Um, <laughs> For any yeah. reasons we understand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you can find my music on Spotify if you um, search for Valen Forever. Awesome. So are any of your original songs from this play, are they going to be on Spotify or anything, or it's just kind of like you have to be there? Yeah, we're selling a precast recording, which is just a mix of the demos, kind of in all range of stages. So it's not like the final version by any means, but it's an insight into how we got the show up and you'll definitely be able to hear the lyrics. And where can Um, people find that? It's not up for sale right now, but maybe we should get that going. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, when the episode airs, you'll have it. it. I'm sure it'll yeah. be on the website. Yeah, give us the link and we'll put it in the in the comment section of, okay. of this video. Awesome. Great. We'll do that. Awesome. Because yeah, we want to support you as much as possible because our love of boy bands and your love of boy bands and you know. Well, we feel that and we appreciate it. When we were writing this, we thought a lot about the NSYNC fans, the ones that had been there the whole time. Yeah. And um, it's and it's there. nice to finally meet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's such a wonderful community. And honestly, yeah. when we were researching it, really it, it between Lance's podcast, when he interviewed all of the guys mm-hmm. and fan websites that were like so detailed, that was where we gleaned so much of our information. So we could not have done it without people who love yeah. NSYNC. That's right. Awesome. Yeah. Mission That's NSYNC right. is really critical in, in the in the fandom as well like in more recent recent times too just to their mission is of course to get, to get a reunion going, going but yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> hey that's and part I of actually, our mission too yeah literally exactly. I, I found out about this because another instinct fan had posted about it and i was just like this sounds amazing and i would love to see it so, so i'm glad we were able to connect with you guys and i really hope that your show goes well and you break a leg Thank, Thank you. And you. If, we, if we end up in Canada, you're the first people to know about it. Yes. Right. Yay. Absolutely. Take we you on the that. tour. We got everything. Yeah, yeah. We'll be there. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Thanks so much for Thank joining you. us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yes, all of um, you. And thanks for everyone for taking a break with us. Mm-hmm. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Let's all wave bye. Bye. bye.